Are you tired of spinning your wheels with ineffective marketing strategies? Do you dream of finding a way to grow your business while also giving back to your community? Well, have you thought about charitable auctions? Maybe you've tried them in the past and you feel stuck because you're tired of donating to auctions that haven't gone that well. Either the winners never bothered to redeem their gift certificates or the ones who did were so price sensitive that you wished you'd never heard from them in the first place. Or maybe you've wanted to try auction marketing, but you don't know where to start and the thought of a bunch of trial and error makes you want to lay down and take a nap. Well, we've just launched our brand new course, Rework Your Marketing with Charitable Auctions. In this course, you'll gain access to a comprehensive course that has been meticulously crafted over 18 years of our own trial and error in our portrait studio in the trenches of charitable auctions. In this course, we dive deep into the world of charitable auction marketing and uncovering the secrets to our success with this. From setting clear goals to identifying the best charities for your business, we'll show you how to navigate this powerful marketing strategy with confidence. But that's not all. You're also going to receive a treasure trove of exclusive resources, including customizable templates, vendor recommendations, and tracking spreadsheets. Picture this. You donate a portrait session to a local charity auction. Not only does your donation attract the attention of your ideal clients, but it also helps support a cause that you're passionate about. And with the tools and insights provided by this course, you'll be able to turn those auction winners into lifelong clients. So whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, now is the time to rework your marketing strategy with charitable auctions. Visit our website today, dotherework.com forward slash auctions, and take the first step toward transforming your business and making a difference in your community. Welcome to The Rework with Allison Tyler-Jones, a podcast dedicated to inspiring portrait photographers to uniquely brand, profitably price, and confidently sell their best work. Allison has been doing just that for the last 15 years, and she's proven that it's possible to create unforgettable art and run a portrait business that supports your family and your dreams. All it takes is a little rework. Episodes will include interviews with experts from in and outside of the photo industry, mini workshops, and behind-the-scenes secrets that Allison uses in her portrait studio every single day. She will challenge your thinking and inspire your confidence to create a profitable, sustainable portrait business you love through continually refining and reworking your business. Let's do the rework. Hi, friends, and welcome back to The Rework. It can be so difficult to find confidence in yourself, in your business, in your business plan, in trying to move forward with your dreams. And today's guest is no stranger to digging deep to find that confidence. Tanya Gaylor from Adelaide, Australia is joining us in the podcast studio today. She is one of our most treasured MindShift members in our membership group. And she is going to share with you some of the things that she has done throughout the years in her 15 years of being a portrait photographer and how she has found that confidence to make big changes in her business, to do things that have been very scary and to navigate incredible challenges in her life. I know that you're going to find her story fascinating as well as inspiring. 
Let's do it. All right. Well, today I'd love to welcome to the podcast, Miss Tanya Gaylor. And she is a member of our MindShift membership group from Adelaide, Australia. So she's got the most amazing accent. She doesn't think she has an accent, but you do. No, you've got the accent. That's true. <laughs> so welcome, Tanya. I'm so glad and grateful that you made the time for us today. Thanks, Alison. It's been great to be here. Thank you. So I would love for you to give our listeners just a brief introduction of yourself, your business, how long you've been doing, what you're doing, what it is that you're doing, whatever you'd like us to know. Sure. Okay, so I'm Tanya Gaylor. I live in Adelaide, South Australia. I've been running my photography business probably for about 15 years or more. I've been a photographer for about 35 years. So, yeah, well seasoned. Started off with film, <laughs> progressed through to digital and haven't, haven't looked back since. So, yeah, I predominantly photograph family portraits and still love doing that to this day. And yeah, so yeah, and just yeah, just love working with the people that I work with. So yeah, I've just come off about. Oh, I'm only just getting back into work really after about an eight month break because um, um, I don't know. <laughs> I actually lost my husband at the start of the year to cancer, and yeah, so things have been a bit bit hard. So I've kind of stepped away from the business when he got really sick, and um, yeah. yeah, and just having this business has been a blessing to be quite honest because I just work with the most wonderful people who. We were so understanding. Like I just yeah. had to drop everything basically yeah. and just care for him and then just had to take that time off after he did pass away. And, yeah, everyone was just so understanding. So, I mean, I, I got the shoots that I needed to do done before it, everything got too hectic. Yeah. And it was probably about six months after that that I started showing people their photographs again. And, yeah, yeah but they were all, all amazing, all amazing people. And just, yeah. Just, Such a blessing, it, really, to, isn't it, it? It is. It is. And it's only just been recently that I've started tapping into some of my past clients who were wanting to have some photographs taken. So I've kind of eased myself back into it just sure. over the last month or so. And um, it was only yesterday where I started reaching out to people again who have been waiting for me to get back into photographing to yeah, start getting them booked in on the calendar. And that seems to be flowing quite nicely as well. So it's only just yesterday that I started reaching out, just saying, letting them know that I'm going to be opening up the books to the public again at the start of August. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, and it's going to probably be quite hectic between now and Christmas time. Yeah. <laughs> so because just, yeah, they've been so, waiting for you. Yeah, which is such a yeah. testament to the kind of person that you are. And that long-term business relationship yeah. that they don't want anybody else to photograph their family but you, which that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it is, yes. And, and you have uh, children. Yes, I do. Yes, um, I've got two. Um, they're adult children now. So my son turns 21 next month. Okay. And um, I've got a daughter who's 19 as well. So, yeah. I love that. The yeah. good, age, good ages. I love that. They are, yeah. And we're on Zoom, even though this isn't video for our podcast listeners, but it is summer in the US, but I'm looking at your fire behind you. So it's chilly <laughs> down in Australia. So it's always yes, nice to see is. your beautiful fire in the background. <laughs> yes, no, it is being pretty chilly. <laughs> yes. Not as cold as it can get over it, yeah, in some parts of the world, but uh, yes, but it is. But cold for cold you. In cold for you. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> well, what I wanted to have you on today, why I wanted to have you on the podcast is that 
I wanted to just talk about you've been, you're one of the founding members of the Art of Selling Art course. And then you're also one of the founding members of our MindShift membership. And you've been such a, a light and a ray of sunshine to our community and a wealth of experience and knowledge. And so I wanted to talk about maybe something that is, has been a struggle for you in your business. You're just getting back going again after this hard time in your life. And so we have a question that we're asking our students that are going to be on this podcast is that if you had a genie that could grant you one wish for your business, what would that be? Like, what area do you feel like you're needing help with right now? Okay. Okay. So (laughs) that's it. It was a pretty tough one. Okay. So if I had a genie and the one wish, um, it would probably be to have a steady flow of clients who know and value what I do. And know that the minimum spend is probably going to be at least around about $15,000 and more. Okay. okay. <laughs> that, so that steady wish. flow of clients who know and value what you do and at an average of 15000 or more yep. each. Okay. That's amazing. Love that. Okay. And so does that feel doable for you? Does that feel yes. like that? Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I already have some clients who do spend that amount, but yes, it's just not a consistent flow at right. the moment. So. Okay. So you come back to me, you say your first day back, you're getting on the phone and calling people. I think that's, you know, I love that because that's how we market. That's how we get our clients booked is just to let them know, hey, we're back and you have first dibs on the calendar and let's get you in. What do you think you could do today to start that steady flow of those Um, good clients? Okay. Well, ideally, I hate marketing. (laughs) I know. Totally. (laughs) Uh, Just one of the worst things that I could do. Yeah. And um, but ideally, I'd love to have somebody on board who could do that. But I've been trying to process it in my mind for a long time now, but working from home because I actually run my business from home. And I don't particularly want to have somebody here consistently in my home helping me with business. I actually would ideally like them to work remotely and run their own business from their own home promoting my business for me and, and actually finding the clients, bringing them in and then connecting me with those people. So I've been trying to process that in my mind of how I could do that. Yeah, still trying to process that. So ideally, okay. that's what I'd love to do. Okay. <laughs> um, in the meantime, I suppose probably well, connecting with people is what I'm doing. Just what I, what I started doing yesterday is just yeah, picking up the phone or texting or emailing and just saying, okay, I'm, I'm back on board again. And yeah, just... And I've been reaching out to the people that I've photographed in the past who have already spent that amount of money or close to and are ready to update their photograph. So that's what I'm doing immediately. But yeah, in the long-term plan, it would be nice to have somebody else do it for me. Sure. Yes. And so that, and really that person wouldn't have to necessarily even be a marketing person. It could just be a person that's good on the phone and has a nice voice or personality and that could help you even really with your scheduling in a way, if you were able to talk with them and kind of get that figured out, especially after 15 years in business, one of the benefits that we have, I think when you have a longer term business is that database that you can work on. Now, not all of those clients that you've shot for all 15 years have been the best because obviously you were charging less at an earlier time or whatever. You had different types of roles for your business. But I think what you're doing, that's exactly what I would do. I mean, that's the first place that you would go. I know when Ivan, my husband first came into our business and it was like, you know, still recession-ish times. And I was like, okay, we need to do this mini session or we need to do this thing. What should we, we've got to put it up on Facebook. We've got to put it out there. We've got to get marketing. And he's like, well, why don't you call the people that you want to have first? 
Yeah. <laughs> that deserve to get a deal or that, that have already been here. And then if there's any spots left, then open it up. And I don't know why this was just like a revelation to me, but I'm like, oh yeah. And it was so much better. We never even actually had to open it to the public. It was way yeah. better just to do it yeah. with our existing clients. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've been doing this ever since I joined the rework with you because, I, again, that was just nothing that something that I wouldn't do. It was always finding new clients. Yeah. Go out there, like, and and, I, and Facebook wasn't something for me. I hated Facebook, and so uh, do I. And, just, and I never found the right client through Facebook. And every other marketing guru out there would always say, "You got to get onto social media. You got to do this. You got to do that." And it just never sat right with me. And you just spoke my language when I started with you. It's like, okay, it's okay not to use social media for marketing. And then, yeah, and then you suggested to actually um, just get in touch with your number ones and your number twos and and then your number threes after that and and go from there. And that's just been a blessing in disguise. And that's probably what's got me through over the last year, to be quite honest. Yeah. To actually still keep a, a bit of an income coming in, even though I was going through such a tough time with my husband. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. That I think it is when you're able to weather really hard things by having flexibility in your schedule and you think, oh my gosh, if I had worked like a regular job or a corporate job or something like that, you couldn't have done that. No, there's no way. I mean, we had such special moments together with that, with the whole family. I mean, even the kids took time off work and stuff like that. And my husband, my son was actually traveling at the time. So he came home at the right time and we were all able to have that quality time together. We were, yeah, without having, and this is probably the first time in my life, my working life, that I've actually just been able to just stop and do nothing. Right. And the business allowed me to do that. And knowing, and I haven't been scared in, in, um, in wondering, is this, am I going to be able to get my business up and going again? I knew that there were people there waiting for me when I was ready to actually get up and to up, up and go again. So I love yeah. that. Well, and mm. I think your confidence in that, just looking at the comments that you make on our Facebook group and the conversations that we've had on, on our uh, live Q&As and masterclass and that sort of thing, your confidence is not in that you think you're some great photographer. Your confidence is in knowing the value that you bring your clients. Yeah. And I think, can you talk to that, speak to that a little bit? Okay. So, um, yeah, it, it really is just yeah, believing in, in what you do. And just, I love what I do for the people. And I love the way they feel throughout the whole process. Um, like they're blown away that I actually help them work out what to wear, where their photographs are going to live and all that kind of stuff prior to any photographs being taken. And again, that's a testament to the rework because it was always a little bit, even though I was doing it in the past, but like all the sure. planning sessions and everything, it was of a course. little bit, there was still a little bit of doubt with what they wanted or the doubt was in their mind with what they wanted before any photographs were taken. We had a bit of an idea, had a bit of a rough idea of what they could spend, but we never got into the detail of, okay, we're going to take this photograph to live on this wall. We're going to take this photograph to be in an album, et cetera. So um, I've lost, kind of lost my train of thought. <laughs> well, what you're saying, what you're describing is that before you talked about those things, but it sounded like it was kind of left open-ended and you're leaving it yes. to them like, well, whatever it is that you want, but the taking the art of selling art, I just saw you as you came through that, you stepped more into that role of that expert and that trusted advisor to say, well, this is what I think you should do. And this is where we, this, yes. these are things that could be done. How yes. do you feel about that? And then getting those kind of nailed down before you actually photograph. Exactly. Right from the get-go. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And that's what I wasn't doing prior. And um, once I started doing that, 
that that confidence probably even excelled more within me. I mean, I always had the confidence beforehand um, because I just loved making those people feel wonderful. And and I was getting enough clients who were valuing what I did and were prepared to pay that as well. But since since doing it your way and actually nailing down right from the get-go, that confidence excelled even more. And just even when I met with one of my clients just recently, I'd photographed their family twice before, mm-hmm. both times are probably prior to you, both significant orders prior to, but this last one, because she had a gallery on her wall and we were, and the plan right from the start was that we were going to expand it over the years. So right. one session where it was smaller, we expanded on that in the second session. In the third session, I actually went in there and just showed her exactly what size photographs should be on the wall where they would go and then we planned it okay family photograph in a vertical position was going to go here the individual children were going to go here another small family photograph would go there etc and we nailed that down and then I said to her, and then she was wanting all these other different variations of photographs like the father with the children etc etc all the different breakout groups and then I said to her, well, do you know where, where you want these photographs to deliver? you wanting to have another album this year? And then I, I mentioned because my pricing had gone up significantly in albums because mm-hmm. I wasn't charging anywhere near as much as I probably should have prior. So my albums had pretty much doubled since sure. the last time I had served her. And so I mentioned that to her, that the albums start from this amount of price, this amount and um, and go up from there and I said is, is an album something you want to do this year so, and I said so just think about that you don't have to let me know now um you can let me know on the day of the shoot so initially her out her the framed portraits were going to be something like about I think it was about six thousand dollars and then the album was going to be another two three thousand dollars on top yeah so she stopped and thought about it and um and then she was asking well can we just take photographs and we decide after that and I said well there's no point because her children were a little bit naughty which <laughs> which is fine I, I mean I love that and I said well there's no point and her husband is always conscious about time and stuff like that as well so I said there's probably no point putting everybody under that stress of getting all these extra photographs if there's nowhere for them to live so so yeah so then she got back to me and she said yeah okay yes we do want the album and um, so all of that was all decided up front so I love that okay so I want to stop you because that is amazing. I'm getting chills. Yeah. I love it that you <laughs> did all of those things. Yeah. Uh, but basically what you did is you just, so she said the th- things that all clients say, what are we doing? Where you didn't say, well, what do you think we should do? You went and said, okay, this is what I think we should do. This is going to be yeah. vertical. We're going to do this here. We're going to do yeah. this here. And then she got excited and said, okay, well, and then we could do this and this and this. And then yeah. you said, absolutely. Is that going to go on the wall or are we going to create an album? And she's like, well, says what every client says, can't we just take it and we'll decide later. And we all know that doesn't happen. And you know, her husband is, you know, just, I'm just repeating what you just said, but I think it's important to call it out is that you kind of slowed the whole thing down and put those speed bumps in and said, let's really decide if this is really what you want to do. Mm -hmm. And then it makes them think, oh, you're right. My husband is always a freak about time and we don't want to chase everybody around it, but you know what? I really do want an album. And so once they've committed to that, then you know that you can run that shoot in that way and get all of that stuff done. So well done clever yep. girl yeah no well thank you to you <laughs> i wouldn't have done it the other way otherwise <laughs> so yeah no it's, it's great if you're looking for a way to attract better clients i have a free masterclass coming up very very soon and it's called four mind shifts to attract better clients 
It's the behind the scenes secrets that we use to create a profitable portrait business built around your unique style and your very best clients without working around the clock or having to market like an insane person. We have three different dates for you to pick from, and I would love to see you there. In this class, you're going to learn about the major mind shift that all successful portrait photographers must make in order to drill down on what you do best, how to innovate by ignoring the competition and focusing on what you do best, how to simplify to sell more, a clear way to talk about your work that will educate your clients instead of selling them. And the most simple and effective marketing strategy that costs no money and will have your clients buzzing about you to their friends. This masterclass is absolutely free and I would love to see you there. Just go to dotherework.com forward slash masterclass and sign up for the time and date that works best for you. That's dotherework.com forward slash masterclass. Don't miss it. Do you feel like when you first started, were you ever afraid when you kind of first started doing the consultations that way? Did you ever feel like you were being too bossy or did it just feel natural to you? No, no, it just felt natural. It felt, it, it was exactly the way it was meant to be. Okay. Yep. yep. I love it. I love it, was, it. it was that piece of the puzzle that was missing out of my process that I really, really needed. So yep, no, it was, it was ideal. Love it. Well, and I think we, you know, just like everybody has ideal clients for your portrait business, we have ideal clients for an education business as well, you know, and you would definitely fit within that. It's like, you have a clientele, you've been doing this for a while and, and you have a process, you're convinced of finished product, but you know that maybe there's a few things that have just need a little bit of polishing or maybe a little bit of tweaking and, and, but congratulations to you because not everybody that hears something or learns something executes on that plan. Yep. And I, so, I totally agree with that, yep, yeah, because um, <laughs> once I did your course, I mentioned it to a few other photographers as well and, and just raved on and said, look, you just need this step in your process. You're nearly there. <laughs> I said, you just need to, <laughs> you just, you need to just you need to follow and understand this. And, uh, yeah, it just yeah, blew, me, <laughs> blew me away. And, yeah, so I yeah, convinced a few other photographers that definitely the way to do it. Oh, I just, love just it. To, just do that final tweaking just to, yeah, it really did boost my confidence. Even though I had the confidence beforehand, it did boost my confidence even more. Uh, well, and I think after you've been in for a while, it's just like with the art of photography itself. Mm-hmm. You realize yeah. that once you reach a certain point that it's nuance, it's very small, little tweaks that make huge differences rather than like, oh, yeah. I learned how to light today. You know, like you're not <laughs> yeah. making these huge leaps. It's like yeah. the, the, the huge leaps are actually made in very, very small, like the way that you say something or the confidence that you have or the value that you're placing on that in your own mind, which you're, you know, such a good example for that. So the next question that I would ask for you, maybe we just answered it, that do you feel like that was the thing that you learned in the art of selling art course that helped you the most? Or was there anything else that you felt like was really valuable? Oh, there were, there were lots of things that were very valuable. The other thing aside from getting the planning session right is just keeping things concise. And again, in other courses that I've done and they've been great, but they were also went down the path of needing to convince people that they needed me. And I've never been a convincer. If they don't want what I do, that's fine. Right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to have to beg and plead and convince you that this is what you need to do. I'm who you need. If it wasn't what they were after, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, the whole um, idea of so, coercion is not yeah, pleasant yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah, same here. And the main thing that I got out of that was your client form, but that one paragraph that you have on there, 
is just gold. It just keeps things very, very concise. And I've always been one to kind of just cover my way through things and yeah, just say, say too much of nothing and not get any message across. <laughs> I find that hard to believe. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> and that paragraph in your client form, like um, just explaining what I do. I specialise in products and meaning fine art for your walls and custom designed albums. Simple as that. And then obviously you go into a little bit more detail. Like the sessions have broken down into three appointments and go into all those details and explain what you do and it's gold. (laughs) I am so glad that you found it helpful. But I do think you make a good point in that when we're nervous and we don't want to be a salesy, coercive jerk, we can say a whole lot of nothing, right? Mm-hmm. We can get into this like, well, and then it's so great. And then I love your kids. And then we can, have, and then we can like dress them in dresses and then we can run in the fields and it'll be so great. And you're mm-hmm. just like overwhelming them rather than, mm-hmm. and in a way, even though we don't want to be coercive, that in a way is sounding a little needy or a little too, I don't know what the word yeah. you would use there. But when you know who you are and you know, okay, this is what we're doing. Is that sound good to you? Yeah. And it sounds so basic. But but <laughs> for is. some reason, we as creatives have a really hard time with that because we're like, we just want everyone to love us. We want to book every single person that calls. And it's like, not everybody wants that. Some people want you to photograph their tree in their backyard. People call with the weirdest requests, right? Yeah. But that doesn't mean that we want to book everybody. We want yeah. to book, like you said, the steady flow of customers who know and value what I do. I think that's such a great goal. Mm-hmm. And so when you look at that, when you break that down, really, honestly, Tanya, it's so good. Steady flow. Okay. So how do we get steady? And then customers who know and value. And so the know and value is well, you already have clients that know and value what you do. So you're right now, your first line of getting back into this business after you've been out for a while is to talk to those people that already know and value you and bring them in. And you already know that that's going to give you the steady stream to now until the fall. And then as it gets a little bit, whatever time of year tends to be slower for you, then you can start to brainstorm and think, okay, how do I want to market to where I need to Because we all need existing, but we also need to bring in new because we want to keep the pipeline going. And so then that might be not Facebook for you. That might be an Instagram and that might be doing it in a way that's really true for you. That doesn't feel like weird and influencer-ish and like that's so not your thing or mine. Yeah, totally. (laughs) But that's That's for next year. That's 2023. We'll have the the social media conversation. So I love that. I love that you have taken those things and shared those things. So do you have any advice for any photographers who might be struggling, either whether they're the same type of things that you've been struggling with or that are just struggling in general? What are your piece of advice? 15 years in, a master of photography, a master of taking care of your clients, obviously that love you and would wait for you through a hard time in your life. What advice would you have for our listeners? It's all about confidence, just believing that what you offer is is wanted and needed out there and people are prepared to pay for it. So just finding that confidence that there are people out there that want what you do and believing it. So yeah, confidence and believing in what you do. That would probably be my main advice. But then aside from that is come to the rework. <laughs> and, I, and, I, I'm not, and, I'm, and I'm not only saying that just because it's you here interviewing me. 
but I really do believe that I've had a crush on you for probably about five years prior to the rework, fired everything that you did, because that's exactly who I wanted to be and um, and the way I wanted to run my business. I used to listen to any talk you held or, or whatever. And when I was able to tap into that, it changed everything for me. It lifted a good business up to a great business. Well, I appreciate you saying that. I don't know that it's true, but I am, I'm a fan of you. <laughs> I am, I'm just equally, I equally love you because I, I've seen you come into our group and our community in through what was probably the most difficult time of your life and lift and help others. And those that hadn't been in business as long as you have, and to be willing to give of your time and well thought out, well-crafted responses and help live other photographers. And you're just such a stellar person. It's no surprise to me that your clients would wait as long as they needed to, to have you photograph their family. Thank you. (laughs) So let me ask you a quick question as we're heading out. When you say believe and confidence, where does that come from? Like, how do you, because I look at you, I talk to you and you're not a flashy, old person. What is that quiet confidence? Like, where does that come from? And how would you suggest people access that, that maybe don't feel very confident? Okay. Deep down inside, I'm probably not, I'm such an introvert. I wouldn't say that I'm not confident, maybe ignorant. <laughs> um, just no. Sometimes I just don't, before I move, <laughs> just take a leap of faith. Yeah. I, don't overthink I don't, it. Yeah, I, I don't overthink it. No, okay. I don't. Um, just I, It comes down to a feeling, I suppose. I feel it and I do it. And yeah, if, if it feels right, I do it. If it doesn't feel right, I don't do it. So I suppose I, I, my parents have always been one that have encouraged us to, I don't know, I suppose reach for the stars even though <laughs> when I started it, because I've, I've always wanted to be a photographer since I was the age of 12. And Cute. back in the day, <laughs> girls don't become photographers. Right. It was a man's world. and um, Absolutely. And, yeah, and to want to be able to do that. And coming from an Italian family, I suppose, as well, um, it just wasn't a thing that little Italian girls did. Um, right. But I was, I was adamant right from then I was going to be a photographer. And even though... It wasn't something something that my parents probably would have dreamed that I would want to do or be able to make a living out of. They still encouraged it. And mum helped me get my first job when I left school. And and that was in um, the photography industry, even though it was just working on a mini lab and selling cameras and stuff like that. It was still yeah. a stepping stone to, to what, I, what I wanted to do. And, yeah, it is, I suppose it's just yeah, that. It's the vision. It was just something that I wanted to do, yeah. Um, well, and I think that's such a through line because I was speaking with Irina just earlier and she'll be on a, another episode of this podcast. But I think the through line when you, like not everybody had parents that supported them. A lot of people are deciding, want to do this as a business and they have either a spouse or family that's like, you're never going to make money at that or that's not a real job or whatever. But the through line is that if you want to, you will. And I think that's where the confidence comes from is not in just saying affirmations, although I think that can help, but is that when you select for that and say, no, I don't care what happens, I'm doing this. And then you find those little leaps, they become clear where you need to leap. And like you said, you feel that gut feel and then you make enough of them and they work out that you go, oh, and there's plenty that don't, there's plenty that don't work out. Exactly. But, I was going to say, and even the failures are, are yeah. learning curves. And, and, and believe me, there's been many failures along the way. As absolutely. Well. So, uh, uh, you just don't let that knock you down. You, you 
make that lift you up. So yeah, you just think, well, I don't want to do it that way again. Exactly. (laughs) That was a mistake. That was (laughs) not great. Let's take this road. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. And from a technique standpoint, one of my favorite quotes is that the difference between a good photographer and a great photographer is that a great photographer knows how to repeat their mistakes. So like, oh, I accidentally like forgot to f- turn that back flash on and ooh, that was really cool how that silhouette worked out, you know? And then, oh, I, so I know how to repeat that. Now it's my style, right? And I think that w- works the same in business too. You have something where you're like, okay, I put up this marketing initiative, free a hundred cards with a session or whatever. And it attracted all of these looky loos that were like horrible to work with. Okay, now I know I'm never doing that again. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like how not yeah. to do it is just as important yeah. as how to yeah, do it. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Well, I appreciate you so much. Where can our listeners find you if they okay. want to see your website? So, or yep. So my website is anyagaylaw.com and don't know my Instagram. That's okay. We'll find <laughs> it and we'll, I, 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 we'll link I, I, it in the show notes. Yeah, I think it just, I think if you just search Tanya Gaylaw Photography, it will, um, it will And it's up. Tanya, T-A-N-I-A. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Okay. And so what we need to do is we need to have everybody go and look at your Instagram now so that they can be prepared for the huge unveiling in 2023 where you <laughs> leap onto the scene and it's amazing. <laughs> Along yes. with me, who's going to be way more consistent in my posting. Oh, no, you're, you're pretty good. We'll yes, do it together. No. Well, I, I haven't posted anything on Facebook or Instagram probably for the last eight months. So, yes. so it's yeah, very stagnant at the moment. You have been, you've been given a hall pass. You have my permission to not even feel guilty about that at all. <laughs> Thank you. Awesome. Well, you're the best. I appreciate you. I'm as big a fan of you, probably bigger than you are of me. And I... Thank you so much for taking the time and sharing your fireplace with me today. And <laughs> I will see you on our, probably on our Q&A tomorrow. Yes, that'd be wonderful. I'll try and get up for it. <laughs> okay, I know. And if you can, Thank just you. listen to the recording. It's fine. <laughs> Thank you so much, Alison. It's been wonderful. All right. Love you to pieces. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Have I told you lately how much I appreciate you being here? I know that you have so many demands on your time. And so many demands on your attention. You could be watching Netflix. You could be listening to a true crime podcast. But you've spent time here at The Rework learning to make your portrait business better. And that really means a lot to me. If there's somebody that you feel like could benefit from this episode, that you could help them and help us spread the word in helping other portrait photographers build better businesses, please go to where you're listening to this episode and hit that share button and share it with them. And if you have time and can give us a review, you don't even understand how much that means to a little tiny podcast like ours to see those reviews and see how we're helping. And if you have another minute and can send me a DM and let us know what you would like to hear in the future, what you really enjoyed hearing about, maybe things that weren't that great, how we can do better. We always want to do better and we always want to support the portrait photography industry and helping you build the best businesses ever. Thanks again so much for being here. You can find more great resources from Allison at dotherework.com and on Instagram at do.the.rework. Dot dot